Welcome to This Marketing Show, hosted by award-winning B2B sales performance coach, Rick Lambert, who has been selected by many of the world's most recognized companies to help them market and sell to win. Let's join Rick now. Hello, welcome to This Marketing Show. I've got a controversial and popular for many people in his audience guest today, Ray Stazekio, host of End of the Day with Ray. Ray, thanks for joining me today to talk about how to drive social media engagement. Rick, it's awesome to be here with you. You know, I love what you're doing out there. I know you're sparketing show. How many episodes have you done now? I think we're over 100 right now and uh, going strong, buddy. But you must be, how many have you got? I I, I watch you on YouTube now. You got commercials coming up before you talk. Uh, How many episodes at the end of the day with Ray have you got? End of the day with Ray, we're sitting on about 600 episodes. I start my fifth season sometime in June. And then there's a there's a total of about uh, 700 uh, total videos. Um, but at the end of the day with Ray, about 600. Having a ball doing it. Love it. Well, you know, we, we, we've done a lot of work with uh, salespeople, obviously, uh, people in the technology sector, real estate. We're getting into financial sector, insurance, uh, talking about, you know, what do people do on social media to drive engagement? Because I think a lot of people you know, question its value. You've been able to monetize it now on YouTube uh, to a whole other level. But uh, maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, what you think it takes to get engagement on social media. A damn plan <laughs> like it takes to do anything. I mean, I think a lot of people, they, they don't have a plan. What's the purpose of being on social media? What are you trying to accomplish? You're either talking to maybe your end users and whatever vertical you're in. So you want to focus your content on your end users. Maybe your venue is talking to both end users and other professionals that are in your industry, kind of like what I do on the end of the day with Ray in the print sector or IT services sector. But Rick, you got to have a plan. I mean, I don't, you don't do it for, you don't do it for the fun of it unless that's your plan. If your plans to be, I'm going to do, you know, video and throw it on LinkedIn to have fun. And that's all you want to get out of it. That's a plan. If that works for you, that's great. But I think a lot of folks, you know, they think video is, is, it's just, uh, you know, they add it to whatever they're trying to do to engage with people, but they have no plan around it and it kind of fails or falls on its face or they don't see any value in it. Well, this is this is the problem, right? People try it and then for whatever reason, they don't get the immediate bang they want out of it. But I mean, how many, uh, you know, you and I, I think are, are strong proponents of LinkedIn for the business to business sector, mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, when we work with MBAs, uh, the big question we get asked all the time is, what do I post? And, uh, you know, you would uh, arguably ride the rails sometimes. Uh, I know myself, sometimes I look at your posts and I cringe. I'm like, oh, no, I can't <laughs> believe he's, he's right. But I can't believe he's actually saying these things. Maybe you could speak to like, you know, if I may ask why you ride the rails and, you know, because you're talking to a specific audience, uh, which is technology resellers, we'll call it. But why do you do what you do online to drive engagement? Because I love what I do. No, Rick, in all reality, you, you got to, everybody has their own style. And I, I talked a little bit about this back and forth in a comment with somebody one time. You know, my style is you, you got to get your attention. You know, if you don't get the people's attention, are they really going to stick around for 700 videos? Are they going to watch me for going into my fifth season? Probably not. Um, you know, I try to, I try to have fun with it, push it to the to the limit. I'm sometimes I can push it pretty close to the edge, 
But you know, that's just or over that's the just, edge, or right yes. over the edge, and then yeah. down again over another edge. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you know, you know, Rick, our industry, you know, and, and you're you're used to this this print space. You know, it's 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 falling off a cliff. I mean, it's it's a it's an industry that's ripe for disruption. There has to be transition. There has to be a lot of things added to the deliverable for these companies to have a continued relevance. And, you know, there's no reason to sugarcoat any of this. I mean, I think we're all big boys and girls. Let's just take the ball and run with it. And a lot of times, you know, I don't I don't claim to have all the answers whatsoever. But uh, if I can start some conversations that could lead to those answers, that's you know, that's my passion. I don't mind doing that. And, you know, I got to admit, it is a lot of fun. Well, it's, it's, it's fairly evident that you have a lot of fun. You can see based on how your followers and, uh, you know, the YouTube action you're getting now with commercials and you're getting paid probably by YouTube now, I think. Right. YouTube is very, very interesting. You know, you have to have 4,000 watched hours in a moving 12-month calendar. So it changes every day, 12 months. And, you know, you have to have 1,000 subscribers, which doesn't, I mean, that's not a lot of subscribers when you look at some of the YouTube real talent out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I only put my videos on YouTube for one purpose in the very beginning. It was an easy place to archive. You know, if you have 700 videos and you're in Vimo, it's just too damn complicated. Then you're buying a license, you're doing all this crazy stuff. If you throw it on YouTube, it's free, number one. And and number two, it's easy to move that information. So if I want to reshare it on Twitter over time or if I want to throw it on Facebook, it's just easy to navigate through through YouTube. But ironically, you know, when I had about 600 subscribers, I had already hit the 4,000 watched hours. So I say, well, this is kind of interesting. And then YouTube will start engaging with you when you start getting close. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the subscribers are, are a different story. You, you know, you can buy subscribers and some people do that. I think it's kind of nutty because you want your subscribers to be your audience, you know, so organically to collect a thousand subscribers without paying for them, unless you're some, you know, you, you got a venue that's going to bring in a really broad audience. Mm-hmm. Where I'm very, you know, if you think about my audience, it's very rifle to to really the print sector, the IT services sector. So there's not going to be a million subscribers watching the end of the day with Ray talk about yeah. print and IT. Yeah. And, but, you know, I finally hit that thousand subscribers. I think right now I have about 9,000 watched hours. So YouTube starts paying you. And it's just uh, it's kind of making me think that some of these YouTube people out there, they're making a crap load of money because I am generating some money and that's only off of three or 400, you know, views on a YouTube, which is kind of interesting to me. Well, you know, I think for the people watching today, there are probably several strides away from making money with their social content. Like you are at this point. Um, If we dial it back, you know, as an agency working with different industries, uh, many of which come from where you and I do the technology sector, you know, we measure engagement based on uh, likes, right. Shares, Mm -hmm comments. In fact, I was on with a great client this morning, uh, the great folks at Impression Solutions, and we were just walking through how we've exponentially grown engagement, which gets their message in front of more and more uh, of their target customers. What I think you said, though, for our listener that hopefully they're picking up is number one, you said, uh, have a plan. And uh, I think a lot of people don't know what a plan looks like for social media. Uh, Mm -hmm. We suggest anyway, at the at the company and or sales rep level, you know, three posts a week, you talked about talking to your specific audience. And I think a lot of people, you know, pray and spray their message. They don't talk like you do to one audience. And thirdly, video. Uh, Can you talk to video? Because, uh, you know, we've evolved our LinkedIn bootcamp beyond kind of how to set up your profile and do some basic things. I mean, we're deep into video right now. 
but you're the perfect example. I remember when you started in front of your China cabinet and <laughs> now you've, you know, grown. Maybe you could speak to why people should be on video more than maybe they're thinking. Because nobody wants to read. Um, you know, I used to publish articles every every week for two or three years, and I, I almost stopped doing that because you, you write a 700-word article and, and nobody's going to read it. Video is the welcoming venue. Everybody's you know, wants to watch a video. And as long as they're engaging, and I, I think, you know, there's a big mistake some people make in, in, in how many likes or how many shares. And we got to be really careful of that. If you look at my venue, if, if I'm talking about a particular OEM, I could have thousands of users from that OEM watching my video. Totally. But that doesn't mean they're going to like it because they probably work for the OEM. Or if I'm talking about HP and I'm a little bit critical of some of the things HP is doing, that doesn't mean they're not watching it. So we really want to pay attention to, you know, who's watching your content. And when you talk to your, to your peers in the marketplace, you know, what are they, what are they talking about, about your content? Because the thing about video and the thing about social media is you don't know who the hell's watching this. I mean, Rick, I could do a video and there might be 30 people from McDonald's that just watch the video. You're thinking, why the hell are they watching this video? Yeah. And so, yeah. so, you know, you just never know. And that's kind of where it leads. But it's really about engagement. I think too many people call it. That's why I don't like to call it social selling, number one. It's not really selling on LinkedIn or selling on YouTube. Right. We would argue that the less you sell on social media, the more you're going to sell on social media. I think what you've done is you've unlocked the secret around making your content 100% educational, if I can call it that. Mm. I don't think I ever remember you pushing people to say, hey, become a member of End of the Day with Ray or sponsor me. I don't think in the years I've seen you do that, which is a lot of our clients say, hey, we got to have a sales message in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. We're like, well, we'll dial back on that. That's not the way it rolls in social media. Well, you know, I, and I do, I do have sponsors. Obviously we all do. I mean, that's who pays my bills and, and I may create content that helps drive a message that's, that the sponsor's a benefactor of. I mean, there's a lot of that in what I talk about, but you're right. You can't have a call to action on every, every video you do that, you know, come by and I'll sell you the best copy machine or I'm your IT guy. Don't forget yeah. to call me because people won't listen to it. You know, it's supposed to be an engagement, you know, and I, when you go to the chamber meeting, you don't run up to the first person you see that, you know, basically and say, Hey, you want to buy this from me? You, you yeah. start a conversation with him and you try to meet new people. And, and, you know, LinkedIn is a, is a place where there's millions of people that you can meet. Yeah. You know, I've been fortunate to go all over the world from, from people that have actually met me on social media or, or met me in LinkedIn. That's where that relationship started. And it was all based on the engagement, you know, yeah. like this, you know, if they like your content and, and keep working on the content that they like and, and pay attention to what the market and how the market's reacting to you. But keep in mind, you can't just focus on what happens in the comments or what happens in the likes, because totally. there's a whole big world out there. And I'll be honest with you, I do, I've done some math on this on my own little science, but it's like 1% of the people that will watch a video on LinkedIn yeah. We'll engage, we'll engage with it. You know, it's so true. Uh, one of the metrics that uh, we follow is uh, something called impressions, right? And to, mm -hmm. to view a video on YouTube, you have to watch it for three seconds um, to, 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 to tick, we'll call it. But, um, you know, the, the LinkedIn platform that you and I, I think are both agree is like a no brainer watering hole for today's sales professional the that platform LinkedIn has the least percentage of content creators versus we'll call it spectators. 
And so uh, if we agree video, like I'll show a quick visual here. I'll have our guys put something up. So Ray, we talked to a, uh, a couple hundred real estate professionals on, you know, why to use video as basic as it sounds. And I was walking them across. We show the video here. This is the strength of a social media post is, you know, you put a picture of something in their world. It's a picture of a house, whatever it is you sell picture mm -hmm. of your product might be. Number two, strength would be a picture of you in front of the product you're selling. Number three would be a narration video. So if you're not as courageous as Ray or me, maybe to go on video, maybe you narrate from behind the camera, they can hear your voice. And the next step up from that is actually you, your face in the video talking about whatever it is you're talking about. And I think, um, the more content creation you can do, it's a huge opportunity right now, given again, that, that ratio of so many spectators versus content creators. And you're right. Uh, I don't know how many people at McDonald's are watching you. Maybe more should given, you know, how many branches you break on a weekly basis <laughs> on social media. But uh, um, it's amazing to me how many people don't comment to your point, but you know, when I'm talking, they go, Hey, by the way, I saw your video on that. I'm like, Oh, okay, mm -hmm. great. I had no idea you were following. No, it's true. I mean, it's a wide world. There are people all over the world. It's it's kind of it's it's really is interesting. It's kind of humbling, you know, when you in the middle of the night, I on my on my uh, website, end of the day with Ray.com, you can become like an individual supporter. And you know, you'll hear the the cash register ring where someone in Singapore just bought a you know fifty dollar membership to to yeah. help support the end of the day with Ray. So, you know, you don't know where they're where your audience is. The best you can do is just deliver be true to yourself. You know, I think a lot of people get on social media, they try to become somebody they're not. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not going to work for you. And people will see through that. Totally. Um, but, but, you know, be yourself talk, you know, if you have a passion for what you're doing, the best way yeah. to, to share that passion today is through video, you know, a while back it was through writing, and you, know, you know, and one of the, the world's that, changed. No, total, total. I just got off a call this morning with a professional writer and, uh, you know, uh, like anything, some people just need the basics to get going. And by the way, an open mind. I mean, I can remember years mm -hmm. ago when you and I met virtually through LinkedIn, watching your videos, and uh, you've always been really open to coaching and putting your stuff out there going, hey, what do you think of this or whatever? Uh, not saying you always listen, but I think as people embark on this new social, we'll call it uh, ecosystem, mm -hmm. um, a little bit of coaching at the front end from an experienced guy like you, or, I mean, we're doing a lot of coaching and video now can really help someone set the table right for success because it is complicated. And, and some people, again, make that tragic mistake of selling and, and, and you and I, when we record a TV show, we probably fast forward through the commercials, right. And get to the content we want to watch. Mm -hmm. I think people are doing the same on social media. If I see end of the day with Ray and I think this guy's giving me a pitch on something, I'm past it, but I think people mm -hmm. stop on your content because you combine education, entertainment, uh, shock value. They don't know if they're watching a comedy or horror show half the time, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you're being real to who you are. And uh, I just think you do a really strong job uh, on social media. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, I, I have helped people, you know, I remember working with, with an individual that worked for an OEM, but they're trying to do videos and, and he sent it to me after he did the video and I sent it back. Now you got to do it again. But, you know, so a lot of people, when, when they watch a, a content creator, whoever that is, especially if they're doing it nearly, you know, almost every day and they just think, oh, that they, they were bored to do that or that's easy. I mean, it's a craft like anything else, Rick. And I always tell people, go back to my very first videos. They absolutely sucked. I don't know, can I say that on your show? But they, but they, they were really, really bad. 
I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any practice. I was reading a script and it was like, you know, how the hell can I do a video and read something? I know it. I just got to do it. And eventually you just got to keep doing it. You got to practice, you know, you can't just hold the camera in front of you the first time and think you're going to do some great video. You're probably not. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't stop or keep doing it. It's like anything else. You know, I don't think anybody can disagree at all with what you just said. And at the front end of our conversation, you know, sometimes the basics, right? Have a plan, speak to your audience, make it educational, not promotional. Um, And I think people would be amazed as you've been. I mean, you've monetized it now. uh, How just putting their personal brand out there in addition to their company, whatever they sell, Mm -hmm. really help them be so successful. And by the way, you know, if you look at the top 10 things that people fear most, right? I think, you know, heights and then video has got to be up there on the list nowadays <laughs> in 2022. Um, anyway, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record of this marketing show supporting video, but I, I thought having you on today, you've done an awesome job. Is there is there something you would suggest to the viewing audience today who's saying, hey, social media, you know, we realize we got to get into it. We don't really have a plan. We're not sure what to do. As a guy that's been, you know, through the jungle as a tour guide a bunch of times, done it yourself, what would you suggest? I would suggest that they decide what their goals are. Let's just, I'm going to make up a goal. So say your goal is you want to reach these five CEOs of, of some major corporations that are in your marketplace. Your goal one day is to go talk to them. First, you got to engage with them. Go on their LinkedIn profile, look at, see what they're talking about. See if they're commenting to anything. See if they've donated money to anything. See if there's anything around this CEO's life that you can relate to and share a message with them about what you can relate to, not what you could sell them. And if you do that and, you, and you're good at that, eventually you'll have, you'll have a marketplace of thought leaders and leaders that you can engage with to try to have a meeting with, to try to sell with. And what you might be really surprised by is the, they might actually reach out to you if you're delivering educational content. They met you just through an engagement, you know, a human engagement, not a selling engagement. And they listen to some of your content and they reach out to you. Hey, you know, I understand you're in this space. You're in the IT space or something. It'd be awesome if you could, if you could come talk to me. I mean, you, it's almost, it'll almost happen in reverse. We have, we have a whole lot of buyers out there that are on the internet just as much as sellers. And we, we think it's all about the seller trying to get the buyer. Folks, it's about the buyer looking, looking for the sellers too. Mm-hmm. And, and if you set yourself in a position as a thought leader, or you're talking about your expertise and you're doing it in a way that's educational, you're giving valuable information, you can target, you can target your audience. You just got to do it in a way that engages with them, not sells them. And they'll come to you. It's well, proof. I mean, I mean they've well, came to me. It, 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 you can't fight the success that people have had I, I think it's the methodology that they make the mistake hey let me ask you this question um you know we've got uh, some customers now we're getting involved in, in in some automation okay on social media and by that i mean sequences of messages you know there's ai there's robotic automation there's different platforms now that accelerate um you know, the connections uh, versus we'll call it organic. Now, I don't think you can argue with the scale of the automation, mm-hmm. um, but there's always that trade-off, I think, authenticity versus automation. Do you have any thoughts on that? 
Well, I mean, if we could send a robot out and make calls on customers and get an appointment and have them buy an assessment from a robot, would we do it or would we stick to having some kind of human interaction? I think a lot, a lot of stuff can be automated for the if you're if you're trying to send a canned message that makes sense to a certain prospect or a certain audience. There's probably some validity to that, but it. it Here's the reality. If you're running a company, if you're a salesman in the company, if you're a tech in the company and you want people to know who you are, then you need to take it to the personal level and just realize that social media and an online presence is just part of the new world. And you have to be able to navigate in that intersection I call between the digital and physical world. You know, CEOs that are outsourcing their social media presence, it's just a crazy thing to do. Because the people that you're outsourcing it to, they're, they're going to read the emails that somebody might send you that could have some valuable information that you just missed because you decided to outsource it. Yeah. And, and you could tell, I can tell the CEOs that I deal with that have outsourced their social media are the ones that actually do it themselves. And it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic. And we're seeing a whole lot more of them do it. And if the damn CEO of the company feels a, a need to be in the social media world, then I think everybody that works there needs to be in it as well. And, you know, like I said, you start automating it too much. You're just going to take away the originality of it. And, you know, you just, it, you got to do it. It's just yeah. part of life. I mean, you, you know, we could automate the phone call as we were doing phone activity, you know, trying to dial, dial in for dollars, if you will. The only part we automated was the, so it, it would get the phone to answer quicker, but it was still a human on the other end. It wasn't a robot. Yeah. yeah and yeah. we, and we all hate when we get a robo call. Yeah. So it's to me, it's the same thing. You don't know what's going to happen when you have two minds that intersect versus AI in a mind. I'd rather have the two minds intersect in that digital world than, than yeah. AI. That's just yeah. my, you know, and it works for me. So, I mean, I, don't, I just don't, I think we automate way too much and we have to realize what's, how we benefit from what we automate. I, yeah. I, I think a combination is the, uh, the formula for success, but um Okay, so, you know, social media, it's funny, I was talking to a group this morning, tenured uh, salespeople, great client, and one of my slides, Ray, said, it's 2022. And, uh, you know, if you're not doing social media right now uh, in the way that it is could potentially be done to create awareness, right, for your brand, boost your consideration rates so people think of you when they're in the market for that, as Ray talked about, uh, it's not a selling thing, it's more of a really a connection. Uh, you, you referenced chamber of commerce. I mean, it's the ultimate chamber of commerce, but mm -hmm. Hey, Ray, um, I just want to say thank you for coming on today and sharing kind of behind the scenes. Uh, there was no ranting, no raving today. So people might not recognize you the polite <laughs> version of this marketing show today, but, uh, if you want to see, uh, how it's done one way, you could uh, check Ray out on YouTube at end of the day with Ray. He's got, would you say 600, 700 episodes deep now? Yep. There you go. You can watch them all. You go to my website, end of the day with Ray.com end of the day with Ray.com. We'll get you there or YouTube. Awesome. awesome. Hey, I, I, I don't normally end with a quote, but have you got one kicking around over there? We might want to end the show with, of course, status quo is the killer of all that'll be invented. Don't get stuck in status quo. We'll see you all in the end of the day with Ray. Rick, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it, buddy. We'll see you later. Right. Thank you, Ray. And thank you for joining us on this marketing show. Thanks for joining us for this episode of This Marketing Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, share, and subscribe to get the latest B2B insights to help you market and sell to win.